afternoon, March 31st, it's WrestleMania. Get your tickets to the greatest sports entertainment post-circuit TV spectacular of all time. Mr. T risks it all wrestling for the first time, teaming up with champion Hulk Hogan versus Robbie Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Guest timekeeper Liberace, ring announcer Billy Marks, referee Muhammad Ali. Get your tickets now to WrestleMania on post-circuit TV. Don't miss it. See only at the following locations. PWR presents What If What if John Cena turned heel? What if China became the first woman world heavyweight champion? What if Owen Hart never passed away? What if Magnum TA never got into a car crash? What if Hulk Hogan stayed with the AWA? What if Shawn Michaels signed with WCW? What if WCW won the Monday Night Wars? What if Vince McMahon's WrestleMania failed? What if... <laughs> it is the showcase of the immortals, as they say, the grandest stage of them all. And you know how the PWR podcast here at the Hami Media, that podbean.com has got to do it. You know, every podcast, every YouTuber is going to do a WrestleMania week. You know, they're going to review all the shows. They're going to review all the matches. They're going to review all the takeovers. They're going to review all the Ring of Honors and all the other stuff that's correlated with WrestleMania weekend. So it was apropos. You know, Don of Destruction, shout outs to him. Of course, he's not listening to the podcast right now. He, It is his Lent until Easter or something like that. If I remember correctly, he told me this. So once the Lent is over, he will be on a binge to listen to the podcast. So when Donna Destruction listens to this, it's gonna be late, but neither here nor there. So I just wanna give a shout out to the Donna Destruction. Give a shout out to Phil Scott Wood. Give a shout out to Greenpeace. Give a shout out to 8-Track Black Michael Davis, the king of the tributes. Give a shout out to the Dr. Russellnomics, Jeff Lipman, the gooch. I haven't said his name in a long time. I know that sometimes he goes in and out listening to the podcast, but I hope he's in on this one. Because <laughs> you know why I'm laughing hysterically? Because PC. I only laugh. What was that? PCM. PCM. Well, no, no, he doesn't laugh. Well, you were being maniacal, like you created him. Well, 
Yeah, I, I create a lot of things, you know. In the laboratories of the professor, there is certain things I have created. You know, sex dolls and all, all that stuff. But again, neither here nor there. But it is the what if on the PWR podcast here at the Hobby Media Networks at Podbean.com. And I must introduce myself because I am vain like that. I must introduce myself because you see, you see here, Reflection Nights, there's a little gray here, there's a little gray. So I have to introduce myself so I can lose the grayness here in, in, in my goatee. So I can become a couple of years younger. You know, so I can go back into my 30s, go back into my 20s. I want to do Benjamin Buttons the other way. But again, neither here nor there. I am the most charismatic one. I am the most studious one. I am the most stupendous one. But most importantly, I'm the most glorious one. The only objective man in this IWC, YWC, PWC, Huntingtree. The only objective man in this political sphere. The Professor Chabuba Cruz. And I'm not here. Oh, no, 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 no. I am here with my brother from another mother, the man who who ran like a coward when Big Ray challenged him to a fight, to a debate <laughs> last week. He ran as like a chicken shit because he said, and I quote, I had to go to my Taylor Swift. I had to do Debbie Gibson. I had to do Tiffany. I had to see them all. But again, it's his choice. You know, I, have no, I don't judge. There's no pronouns here. I don't judge him. He wanted to do it. He did it. But yet, you know, there was a lot of grinder glory holes. Again, he will, there was a lot of rumors in Detroit going on. But he can dispel those rumors. He is your friend of mine. Mr. Wonderful. Dum Dum doing it in its own. The Iron Stomach one. Dr. Freakenstein. Tommy Wonder, how are you doing, my friend? Um, you just made me think of, after Sacrifice was over, I'm going to pull a Nate Matson here. I hung out in the locker room afterwards. I got to see, I, I cannot say, if I'm going to name drop this person. Funny enough, Reflection, I, I saw him on Sacrifice. He was in a yeah. blue, were you in a blue shirt blue, and your friend was on your left yeah. with a hat on, like a yeah. black hat? No hat, no hat. I had oh, a okay. blue shirt, said Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Demore actually tweeted out the shots of the crowd, and I'm in one of them pictures too. But anyhow, if of all the people I've name dropped, I, I have to, and I've name dropped this guy before, but I, I have to tell you, this dude is a special, special human being. He is, he is Thank someone Thank who has, who has reached out to me. He's, he's a lurker on Facebook. You don't, he don't post, but he saw that I was trying to lose weight one time and I was doing all this stuff and he actually slid into my DMs, like the dudes decided in the earth, but this was for advice and gave me weight loss advice that worked that i that i did obviously i've let it all come back um and then when i saw him friday night his eyes lit up when he saw me he's just a beautiful beautiful man inside and out and i tell you the guy who i think wrestling owes more to because he's given his all to he deserves even more than he's already had is alex shelley he's he's just an absolute top shelf human being who i mean he remembers everything alex shelley slid into your dms this is before I talked to him Friday in person after the okay. show. Um, but when I brought up Los Ritos, he said Rico Rodriguez, which was my partner. He remembers everybody. He's he's so polite, so courteous to everybody, and and on top of it, he's a damn good worker. Like he's mm-hmm. and 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 he clearly doesn't need cards. So when I met when I when I saw him Friday, I go, dude. I go, what the hell? Every time I see you, you get more and more beautiful. And he, he blushed and said, oh, thanks, man. But anyway, but I got to see him, Johnny Bravo, Scott Demore, who, by the way, pulled off 
a uh, Canadian destroyer, and mm-hmm. and I sat in awe. I hope I'm on camera when he does that because it blew me away. I'm like, whoa! So you know, I talked to him about that. He said it wasn't his first time doing it, but it was the first time I ever seen him do it. And uh, it's good to see him. Every it was such a good show, man. And I I'll tell you, with all the wrestling I watched between NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and sometimes Dynamite or Rampage. I neglect Impact, and I I shouldn't, man. It it was a good show. Everything about it, uh, there, there wasn't more. Even you know the women's matches, the men's matches, they all were just top shelf. I end up not going back the next day for the TV tapings, but you it know, was just it's, it's such funny. a good environment. TW, it's funny. Truth Martini wanted you to watch Ring of Honor, but then you keep saying I can't find it or I can't. I couldn't watch it. But he it. knew I couldn't find it, and he kept sending me links for watching his shit on the internet, and I couldn't find them either. So what about Impact? I mean, you know you can find Dude, it. For about seven months, I was paying YouTube $10 a month for you for, for Impact and still not watching it. So, oh, my goodness. And then my DVR just stopped taping it because I was watching it do that. And uh, I'm just saying, you know, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying I'm just stating these facts here. You know, What did you think of Sacrifice? What did you think of it? It, it was okay, you know. I, I like that. I, I like the atmosphere of Ontario. I like. I like. It, it felt like the Canadian full sail. That's the way I looked at it from that because yeah. it is a college. Uh, and that's what it felt like. Place. And it, it felt awesome for me because that's where I started. Right is Windsor, and then made my way to the states from Windsor. And and obviously there's more than just Windsor. There's LaSalle. There's Sudbury. There's North Bay, and mm-hmm. that wrestling crowd. It, it was a treat to be in it. Like just to sit there, there's this kid in front of me. If you watch it and you, if you spot me, you'll see this kid. He's just going bananas the whole show. Like a kid in a candy store. They let you buy tickets for uh, Slammiversary at the end of the show because it's going to be back in Windsor in July. This kid runs over to the table, comes back and tells his dad, dad, it's only two fifty each for the front row. And his dad's like, I'm not paying $500. No, it was 300 And he goes, but then there's two fifty and one fifty. Let's talk about the one fifty. He's like that. And then I go, or no, my buddy goes, or you can pay 20 bucks to sit here and enjoy it from a better angle. Cause we were level with the ring. Like, like if I mm-hmm. stood up, I was standing like I would be tagging in on the corner. Um, and so I didn't sit on took your advice and, and paid the 20 bucks so he could do right. that. But then he goes, no, no, it's 40. I'm like, Oh, 40. I go, but you know what? It's not two fifty. And his dad said, mm-hmm. yeah, I like his idea. Let's sit here. But it was just, a, it was just an, an awesome time. And I still, mm-hmm. um, I have to go to an NXT show live. I have to, I have to, because and I don't even know that full sale is the place I want to go. I want to go like well, when they when they go to like a Detroit small venue and everyone's going bananas. They will when SummerSlam comes around. And yeah. NXT will be there. So yeah, there's, I, your, oh, there's your right. there's your starting point. I'm giving there you, you your well, they, it sold out in eight minutes the only time they've ever come to Detroit. They did well, it that now, now you have time when they do the NXT. I get the pre pre code, yeah. For yeah. Sure. So just I'm giving you that warning. I, you know what? So I didn't even think of that. So thank you for that. So, yeah. but look, this is going for fifty dollars on eBay, and I'm like, man, I don't like this figure. I didn't want Cody in a suit, but then he's grown on me that much. Mm-hmm. And I found it yesterday for nineteen ninety seven US. It has he grown on you because he's in WWE? No, <laughs> is that he, no, no, no. Well, that damn Dax wheelhouse. FTO, whatever guy grew on me too. FAO Schwartz Revival. That FTR, guy grew on God damn it. Because, because hurry up, actually, TW, because we got to get them. I've, what is I've listened to them without <laughs> prejudice now. I've heard what they had to say. I would mm-hmm. say Cody has a passion for this business that's second to none. And I would say Dax is close. 
yeah. he's got a passion for the business too, and they won me over. I I didn't look at him as whiners anymore. I, I look at oh. them guys as insatiable. They they've done a lot, and they still want to do a lot more, and I and I can appreciate that. But I got one more spice. I was hoping uh, Ray joined us. Oh, pro wrestling! Great. Thank you that you warned me right now, so this way I wouldn't get into my spiel. Yeah, so that's well, that's so, why I told you I had a surprise for you before. This came over the weekend, so two things. One, I was like, damn it, I gotta wait till Tuesday or Monday, and then two, no, it, no, it came last week, not during the weekend. And two, mm -hmm. I forgot that it came, and so when I was coming down here to record. I'm like, I got a box to open, so here we go. I'll be quick. Mm -hmm. All right, shirt number one already. I like the color scheme. It's actually a pretty good well, shirt. You remember, ready? remember, Reflection Ice for the 12 that, that has remained strong. He has not gotten that Adam Cole stuff. He wanted something Adam Cole, and he hasn't gotten it yet. Rowdy Roddy Piper, not bad. I like that. Yeah, I like the Is scheme. that Vince McMahon on the right? Oh, it's got Vince McMahon. They live. Did you oh, see okay. that? It's just like our podcast. Mm -hmm. They live Vince. Oh, okay. That's awesome. That's why it looked like Vince. So I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. Oh. Nice shirt. It's not Adam Cole. It's not Adam Cole, but you know I like this guy. Oh, and this, I could walk around town with this shirt, and people will think it's me saying this. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Better than you, MJF. Still better than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Just like that are, are, that, that, that's your Twitter handle. Still better than you. Your favorite wrestler of all times. Akeem, the African dream. I swear to you, if Adam Cole shit, oh my God, it's worse than a comic book. Oh, a decal. Fuckers. <laughs> oh, this is badass. <laughs> I'm going to get me a thing to put all these pins on, and that's a good pin for me. That's Only an thing old, better with that's old school sting right there. Ooh, I got some kind of bandana. Now, look at that. I'm not going to open that, but let's see who the 8x10 autograph is. Sometimes maybe they that, give you two. Maybe that bandana says boom, like Adam Cole, boom. Oh, I just watched this guy wrestle live. Oh, okay. Cool. Isn't that Lynn Dorado? El Dorado? Yes. Lynn. Lynn. Lynn Dorado. Well, I don't know his. I forget his uh his real name on the indie circuit because that's the. No, Lince he's on Dorado. Impact. He's yeah. on Impact. Lince I don't Dorado. know if they trademarked that name. So is it Lindsay Dorado there too? Yeah. Okay. I asked my buddy how he got to keep it. He goes because he worked it. He had it before. Uh, oh, it's a House of Black flag. Alistair Black. Oh, okay. So I might even send that to my buddy Dennis in the mail. Let him have it. Cool. Yeah, not too disappointed. Except next for the month, Cole. next Except month the got Cole your boy. Decal. Got two of your boys on next month. Mm. Taz and Miro, Owen right, Hart, cool. Daniel Bryan, Old Bucks, Repo Man, and Greg Valentine. Uh, Lynn Dorado, yeah, that's his name. Well, I Lince, would have rather Lindsay Dorado. That's I would have rather a Sting Micro Brawler. Or Adam Cole micro -brawl. I knew I wasn't getting Adam Cole because they already sold his as a limited edition. But all right, that's done. Well, beggars can't be choosers. But anyway, two I shirts that I'll wear. I'm glad with the two shirts that I'll wear. And again, you know, it's it was a great opening. TW's back. You know how TW is. He has to tell a story. He has to show his 
show off this pro wrestling craze. But now <laughs> we got to get into this. What if? And you know what? It's just like TW, just like the what if we did with Hulkamania. What if Hulkamania stayed in the AWA? It's the hardest thing because there's so many parameters with when we did that show. And there was really no definite answer because everything was very high, you know, the hypothesis of what, what we did with that episode. And a lot of people, you know, slid into the DMs of the professor, not the guys, not the gay thing, okay, but they slid in and said their own, like, personal opinions about Hulkamania. So I respected it. There was no wrong answer. This one is equally a hard way to look at it because, again, you know, the easy answer is because, reflection nights, we are doing a what if. What if WrestleMania failed? Yes, what if WrestleMania failed is an easy answer because we could do a show in like 30 seconds. Oh, WrestleMania failed, Vince goes out of business, WWF go, closes its doors, that's it. That's too easy, TW, we know that. It is right. too easy because we have to at least, there's many variables of this what if because we have to talk about it in the before stage, before WrestleMania even becomes a concept, and we gotta talk about the after stage, the ripple effects. Because, again, there's a lot of questions. And this is going to be a fun episode to do. Hopefully it won't be as long. You know, I don't think we could talk two hours for this. But hopefully we can get a good hour and change on this, TW. So get that Booker, you know, Booker brain of yours going. And actually remember the business at hand. So this is a this is double duty, TW. Are you ready for this? What if? Because this is this is very interesting in both levels. I am because I have I have thoughts and questions that I'll throw at you of of it failing. Like, what do you think the aftermath would be, right? Like, which is what we're doing. But, mm -hmm. I, like, I'll just say it. I believe in Vince. So if it failed, I think we still end up with a Vince-run world because mm -hmm. the other guys had a head start on him and weren't running it already. You know what I mean? But the, the problem would be talking about what happens to him when he loses his house and everything else? Does he turn into a Paul Lee Heyman and gets mm -hmm. people to wrestle and then just doesn't bounce his checks or what? Right. You know, but that's what we'll get into. That's what we'll get into. So reflection as again, this is a this is a very complicated what if because we're respecting the parameters of the of the history of wrestling and also we kind of like booking it as we go. So TW, let's go into the 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 beginning stages of WrestleMania being a concept. The beginning stages of Vince McMahon taking over operations of World Wrestling Federation or the World Wide Wrestling Federation, whatever you want to call it. He bought it from his father, you know, Vince McMahon Sr. 1982 because he was ailing and he was not going to sell it. So he had no choice but to sell it to his son. So maybe Vince McMahon Sr. That could be another what if, a future what if. What if Vince McMahon Sr. sold it to somebody from the NWA Board of Directors? That would be my what if, but neither here nor there. But then TW, we wouldn't have a podcast because wrestling would be dead. That's what will happen. See? This, again, <laughs> you have a what if that answers everything in like 30 seconds. You can't do that. We have well, to I could elaborate because I can tell you why. It's the same reason why... WrestleMania succeeding led to what it became now, and other people just had to catch up. That's why NWA became WCW, right? But NWA was a bunch of people stuck in the old ways. They would have no. they would have never strived for more. I I totally understand. So with that variable of what Vince Mc, what Vince McMahon Jr.'s vision was, first vision of Vince McMahon Jr. is get it out of the territories. Get it out of the tri-state area. We understand that because, you know, again, the gentleman's agreement, stay in your lane. You, 
the funny thing is, TW, to be respectful here with the old territory, the old school ways, Vince McMahon Sr. Jr. technically had one of the top territories in terms of making money. New York, New yeah. Jersey, Philly, Boston, Washington. You and you can't you can't beat that, TW. That that that's a money train on the East Coast. That more more wrestlers were making money, you know, going to Madison Square Garden. Every wrestler said you were making the most money going to Madison Square Garden. You made the second most going to the Carolinas. But again, I'm not going through the logistics. I'm just saying from the old school sense. But he did not want to be territorial. He wanted to be national. And of course, this you said it. Vince McMahon mortgaged his house. He maxed out every credit card that he had. He maxed, he took everything from his trust funds that his father maybe maybe left him. Or he took everything that he's every penny that he saved working under his father, Vince McMahon Sr., to put the WWF in his vision, in his life. So we already know that he went around. He bought Georgia Championship Wrestling from the Briscoes. That's where we got Black Sunday. We know that he's he he uh not swindle. He uh he sweet talked <laughs> Hulk Hogan from becoming the AWA champion to becoming the WWF champion. We know that he took talent like Piper, Steamboat, Junkyard Dog. Again, the first wave of the AWA people leaving because Vince gave him paid him more. He he took television deals from his competitors. So he made WWF national. So he was already inheriting a lot of debt, TW. So I'm trying to get the logistics here. So he knew that WrestleMania had to be a big success. So TW, right now, let's let's talk about the money, the debt. We, again, this is one fact of the failure. He already amounted a lot of He was doing Tony Khan a, stuff. A ma amassed a lot of debt. Thank you for getting the English. You're the professor. Friend. I just want you to sound smarter. And well, I don't even know if that's the right word. I don't even know if that's the right word, but a mess. Well, you know what? Again, I, I, I've been fighting that pronoun battle for a long time. So, you know, I'm not doing anything. So hey, don't I worry, call TW. You day like you asked me to all the time. <laughs> no, I'm he. I'm a he. But anyway, <laughs> TW, let's talk about that. He's doing Tony Khan stuff, and I'm not ribbing Tony Khan. He's amassing. Well, a without the million. Without the billionaire father, he's doing Tony right. Without a billionaire father, he has no billionaire net. So, what say UTW about that parameter right now? He's amassing a huge amount of debt, doing what he has to do because of that vision. First, there, there's people in in our entertainment business, whether it be music, movies, TV, whatever, that their work ethic is why people say they were going to make it no matter what. Vince McMahon is one of those people, and. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll offend some of our 12 listeners, but Donald Trump is one of those people. This guy doesn't sleep. If he if he puts himself to something, he's going to do it or die trying. And that's Vince McMahon. The guy was dedicated to his vision. Um, I don't know. I, I would like to believe that it's even bigger than even he thought it would be now. Mm -hmm. But at some point. I think he became not satisfied and knew it could be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and kept going, going, going. And maybe even felt that way as recently as a year ago before he stepped down. Like there's still more to get like the Saudi Arabia stuff and all that. Like you get into Saudi Arabia. Now you really are touching all corners of the world, right? You're not just in the U S Japan, England, Australia, all that. Now you're in Saudi. I'm surprised he didn't go to India first. Like, uh, like uh, Jarrett, but Jarrett probably was like, hey, he's coming here one day. Let's beat him to it. You know, that probably went into Jarrett's mind. But 
I, I think this dude was just, he believed in it. And, you know, sadly, if it would have failed, you, you got two options. This dude would have lost everything. Maybe he sprinkles some salt and pepper on a bullet and eats it because he lost it all. Or mm -hmm. he's more determined than ever to come back. But then that's the thing that, how long would that take? If he absolutely lost everything, is he going to go sell cars for a minute to save up mm -hmm. money? Because his credit would have been shit. So he wouldn't have been able to right. get credit. Um but I think he also talked to people who also wanted more, and that's Piper and Hogan, and surprisingly not Flair. I, I, that's that baffles me. But Flair was a loyal guy, I think, to the Crockets, because when they start putting him over 79, 80? 81. Yeah, so he's four or five years into getting put over, and thinks that they're coming for him, not with him. Uh, okay. But but this is all after the MTV stuff, right? No, this is again what Vince. Again, amassing this. No, 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 no. I'm it, saying WrestleMania one is after the Cindy Lauper stuff. No, before. Oh, it is before. Yeah, eighty four. Oh, that, that blows started, my mind even more. Every everything for to get to WrestleMania started with eighty four and the and and Cindy Lauper and all that and that rock and wrestling started a year before that. So that's that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. If that fails, there's never even an attempt at WrestleMania. Is what I'm saying. Right. That that succeeding. Is what fueled him to probably go WrestleMania. Well, that's right? that's why again, this is the variables here of getting to this level. Because maybe let's just say, let's do the hindsight TW. Let's say critically acclaimed for the wrestling business. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that TW is that you know the the bookers and, and let's say the Mid South saw it or heard about it. Let's say the Crockett's heard about it. Let's say Burn heard about it. It's very like. The eyes of the wrestling world is watching what Vince is doing in New York, and they amount they think that's a success to the wrestling eye. But it did. But what did Vince wanted more than the wrestling eye? He Hollywood. Wanted the, he wanted Hollywood. He wanted the casuals. So it wasn't a casual success. Let's just say that. That's my what if there. But he's got to take that chance, like you said, T.W. He wants more. He feels it. So again, he went went after he paid Cindy Lauper a boatload of money again, amassing a huge amount of debt. He paid Mr. T a huge amount of debt because he figured that was the biggest gamble to get the Hollywood people to be behind. Again, he had to have paid some money to Danny DeVito. And I'm giving out names that I remember. Danny DeVito was there, Andy Warhol. I don't know why he was Liberace. there. Andy Warhol was there, but Liberace was WrestleMania. He was there. Muhammad Ali, he was there. The Rockettes, they were there. Uh, uh, Billy Martin, again, you, you, we say he amassed a, a lot amount of debt here. Some of those guys might have just been invited. So rather than have to pay to be there, they got wined and dined there. I don't know that they actually paid guys to come. Well, I'm let, let, well wining and dining, what does it do? It costs money. You gotta, you gotta get, like Muhammad, yeah, you're right. Muhammad Ali says, you ain't gonna pay me $10,000, but I expect to stay at the Waldorf Astoria right. at right. the presidential suite on yeah. your dime with yeah. First class service all the way, and a so that's, yeah. So he might not get that that ten thousand dollar check himself, but right. there's a ten thousand dollar hotel bill at Vince McMahon's. Because I believe today, mm -hmm. celebrities would pay to go. So if he called and said, "Hey, no, man, you're our guest. You come in for free," they're going. Whether they got to right. fly there themselves or whatever, they're going because it's become that. But back then, it was a stigma. And mm -hmm. so my question to you now is. 
Well, was it really a stigma? Because again, sometimes there there were there were Hollywood fans, there were Hollywood uh, stars that were fans. Yeah, they weren't running around bragging about it. That was the guilty pleasure shit back then. Because there was so much like, just think of the stuff that you see right after WrestleMania: Steamboat being hung by Don Morocco over the top rope. You got mm -hmm. Snooker banging coconuts in the Jimmy Snooker's head. You got wait, wait, wait. Know, what did you say? Say that again. Or Snooker I mean, banging. Piper hitting Snooker. <laughs> I, head injury. Head injury. Yes, but uh. But then you, I don't know how much longer after that, because I know he was at WrestleMania 3. He just wasn't, I don't think he was yet there too, but adorable Adrian Adonis. So there was a lot of outlandish stuff that people were like, it was considered white trash, man, for wrestling. It was, it was, uh, you know, it's funny because I'm at that sacrifice pay-per-view and the guy I'm with looks at me and says, I love it when a wrestling crowd looks like a wrestling crowd. And he didn't mean it as a compliment, right? And, mm -hmm. and I was telling uh, someone over the weekend about it. I'm like, you know, I understood what he meant. Like it's it's a low bar, you know, thing he's saying, right? Like the people who choose to go to wrestling rather than pay their light bill, right? Is is what he's saying, right? Like broke. Because they're committed, they're hardcore. Right. To but, yeah. but you can't have a wrestling show without them. So who who who's who's really who's zooming who here? You're making fun of how they look, but if they're not there giving you their money that maybe they should have paid a light bill with. You ain't getting paid to wrestle because there's not going to be a wrestling show. So I hate to insult a wrestling audience, but those are my favorite fans. So it's a catch-22. Like, right. the filthier you look, the more I'm going to enjoy wrestling that night because that audience is awesome. The biggest argument, TW, and we can even talk about this just for a little bit, but the the uh, the debate, the rest, the IWC, YWC, and I've always, and I'll say this here. I always felt like the IWC, YWC treats wrestling now more than ever like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. Right. And they never want to bring a ca the casual audience in. And I get the, I have to debate people because I, I keep saying you need the casual audience because right. this was a great example. The rock and wrestling was the casuals was needed to get the rock and wrestling connection going to get wrestling to another level. You needed the casuals to get to the attitude era, to get to the next level. Now, some people would retort back to me and say, TW, you know, but the casuals don't stay. My retort back but to that was the casuals stayed long enough for people to talk about it. The casuals right. stayed long enough for wrestling to make a lot of money to get to the levels. And the casual that stops coming is replaced by a new casual who starts coming. So it's they do. They, don't, they might not stay like we do. Mm -hmm. But someone's taking their place because now they're using Floyd Mayweather instead of Mike Tyson. Now they're using right. this guy instead of that guy. Uh, they're using the Jersey Shore people to get Jersey Shore fans. Yeah. I mean, like, was like you said, they use, they use Muhammad Ali, like you said, they use Muhammad Ali for WrestleMania one. A couple of you know, a couple of decades later, they use Mike Tyson for WrestleMania fourteen. So it, it goes. It, it's apropos. Floyd Mayweather right. for WrestleMania twenty or whatever, eighteen, whatever, with the Big yeah. Show. So, um, now, but here's, here's, here, no, oh, you're not hitting the fucking IWC off the hook without me getting a shot at him. So, but hey, let me tell you throw, throw why, money. listen, IWC fans who might hear this, this is why you need to bring more people in. Look how fast they turn on people, right? Let's mm -hmm. just, let's just throw two names out there. One's my guy, one's your guy, right? Well, they're both actually our guys now because, but Roman but, and John Cena, right? And John Cena. That. I wore mm -hmm. John Cena shit on purpose to piss people off. You were always wearing Roman Reigns shit, right? So when they're the baby faces, I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you. Then when they turn them heel, I love that guy. 
Because no shit. They knew you were going to do that. He played you like a fiddle. And then now you want them to turn babyface again. Look at the reaction Cena gets all the time as of it. He never turned heel. He just won him over in the long term, whereas Roman just went next level. Not no pun intended on his gimmick, but he just he just he was already good. And then he mm-hmm. just got even better. But but then look at like like Miro. Oh, they don't use him right there. They don't use him right there. They don't use him right there. Then he leaves and goes to the other place. They don't use him right there. They don't use him right there. At some point, you got to come with the common denominator, which is who? The guy, right? Like Cesaro, I love him. Ever since he went to AEW, he's invisible to me. And I see him on their show often, but he's just not the same guy. And, and, And people say that about Keith Lee right now. I never saw anything in Keith Lee, but yes. He's a perfect example because I just heard the other day Keith Lee is one of four guys that Triple H would take back today. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee, Cesaro, uh, and I think Miro, Miro. and, and mm-hmm. one other guy. Um, but at the end of the day, the, the the IWC casual or you know rabid fan, the problem with them is they get mad too easy. They get sad too easy. They to get critical. Credit, they, they get, get critical happy. too much. Oh, they, they're never not critical. But the, to their credit, they get happy real easy, too. Just seeing CM Punk come through a curtain made them rejuvenate their love for the business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't add more people to it and you don't add more perspectives, then they're just going to keep pushing the same shit down the throats of everybody that works because you 13,000 people love it, right? Yeah. But those, never people, but those people cannot live forever, too. So that there's the, And that, too. Yeah. And this is the big point. Every one of them dudes that they wanted to leave WWE to go to AEW did. Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, Miro, Black, all these guys. And every single fucking one of those guys at his name are lost in the shuffle of AEW. Your champions are always going to be Moxley, Punk, Omega, Jericho. I don't even know who champ is. No, MJF. Shit, I just got his shirt. MJF. There's only a handful of guys. So now that they're three years along, it's the same thing. You have to feed what works, and that's why they do it. And so now you got all these people. So you have bringing in Cindy Lauper, bring and now look at it. WCW brought in people too. You know why? Because the shit works. That's yeah. why they bring in people. And okay. AEW brought in Mike Tyson. And yeah. MLW will bring in Tony Hawk or whoever. They'll bring in whoever they can pay for to come because in. Because you so, gotta at least bring a buzz. It's so gonna put new eyeballs give, on again, the product. This is the conundrum because of, again, Vince McMahon reflectionizes is accumulating, amassing um, huge amounts of debt because of what he's doing right now. So now let's just say, TW, it totally flops. So let's go into two different scenarios. I want to talk about Vince second because I think there's many directions we can talk about this because you actually said it a little bit. So I want to leave him last. Let's talk about in the business per se, TW, like, Hogan left, you know, AWA. Steamboat left the Carolinas. Uh, Piper left. So all these guys. Let's Valentine. talk about Valentine. Again, we could, we could talk about a whole shitload of people. So let me ask you in this one scenario, if WrestleMania failed, I guess the, the, the scenario would be Vince has got to close shop. He has no choice. Right. Uh, let's talk about the wrestlers now. So, you know, you can pick any name you want out of WrestleMania 1. So, TW, the floor is yours. Give it, The question I want to ask you is, would Vern Gagne, Jimmy Crockett, Fritz, Mike Graham, or, 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 or what are the Bill, Grahams in Bill Florida, Watts. 
Bill Watts, oh, that's a good name too. Would they be vindictive? Would they shortchange these wrestlers? What say you, TW, about the bookers? Oh, they you know, would because again, they'd be like, <laughs> they would, they would have the laugh that I do for whatever. <laughs> but here, here's what I will tell you: mm-hmm. it would end up looking like a trade. Burner's okay. not taking Hogan back. Crockett's not taking Steamboat and Piper back, unless they left on good terms. If they left on good terms, Hogan did not leave on good terms. He left in the middle of the night, took the money and ran. Right. Mm-hmm. So much so that Vern offered the Sheik money to break his leg. So Vern is not taking Hogan back now. Would would Crockett want Hogan? Absolutely. Would Bill Watts want Hulk Hogan? Absolutely. Would Fritz want him? Absolutely. But here's the problem. Who's What's taking the, problem? the blame for it failing? Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hogan's taking the blame. So okay. maybe he might be hot potato. No one's touching him because they don't want the stigma of that guy coming in. Or, like you said, they're going to lowball him. They're going to bring him in low and make him start from the bottom and work their way back up. But what's the old saying? In every industry... The cream rises to the top. top. So you Mm -hmm. can put him at the bottom all you want. If the people like him, he's rising right back up. All right. Well, again, so you already said Hogan. Steamboat, Valentine, Piper, what say you about them? Again, you gave the scenario. If they left on good good terms, AWA. I think think Steamboat, Piper, maybe even Hogan, because if if, if Vern's going to put money first, because to me, I mean, obviously you have Starcade, right? And that's why mm-hmm. I mentioned Valentine. Valentine and Piper fought each other on the first arcade, and they both were on the first WrestleMania. We've talked about that on other podcasts. But I, Vern is the one who was right on the heels of Vince. And I think Vern would have been like, this is what Vince did wrong. This is what I'm going to do. So that's the only scenario where I think Vern runs the wrestling world is if Wrestle Rock takes off, right? And he's gonna bring or, or, hit, or what he said, super or he did the super clash thing. So he would with was all it the Russell p- Rock before Super Clash? No, Super Clash was first. Okay, so Super Clash. So mm-hmm. but, so he's gonna bring in Hogan, he's gonna bring in Piper, he's gonna bring in Steam, he's gonna bring all those guys in because he's gonna show where Vince failed and he's gonna succeed. But whether he did or not is another question. But I I like to believe Super Clash succeeded since they ended up having three of them, you know, mm-hmm. and how much better would they be? If you had the main guys from WrestleMania one, it's, it's, it's actually a good quandary. You know why, TW? Because again, would somebody be opportunistic like you're saying? Because again, with all that talent that's you know that closes doors again, because we've lived through this in 2001 when WCW and ECW closed down. It wasn't easy for Vince McMahon to say, "Oh, I can bring everybody in. I can have super shows. I can have like two different shows, Raw and SmackDown." He had difficulties having, you know, controlling the wrestling world in North America. Vince McMahon had to create his own competition with him and himself. So it wasn't that easy. But at least with WWF, again, Reflection X, we're doing a what if here. If WrestleMania failed, if WWF closed its doors, there was at least AWA to, you know, fall back on for wrestlers. There was at least NWA to fall back on. UWF, you could fall back on. The Mid-South with Jerry Lawler, you could fall back on. Again, the wrestling, the territories might not have been strong, but I think maybe because if WWF went went out of business, CW, I think the territories would have crept back up. Would have yeah. been. That's a good word. It would have been reborn because you have all this talent and you can nestle them anywhere. So, again, think about I, UWF. Think about UWF. Just okay. add Hogan in there. Hogan versus one man gang. Hogan versus Big Bubba. 
happened in but, WWE. But, me, but TW, let me let me ask you this question here because again, the philosophies again. The Southern wrestling territory is about the long storylines. It's about long drawn out wars of storylines and all that stuff. And again, WWF was about the sizzle and the and the and the entertainment factor, if you will. That's where sports entertainment was born with Vince McMahon and WWF. So I have to give credit where credit is due because they didn't want to be called professional wrestling. Vince wanted sports entertainment because he thought it was theater. So again, that's the philosophy. It works. We know in reality it works, TW, but we're doing a what if, so it didn't work. So, right. again, Hogan. But I'm saying Hulk Hogan coming out being Dr. That's surprise partner against One Man Gang and Big Bubba Rogers. Would He would have mm -hmm. fit right in. He would have fit right in. And then Dr. Death versus Hogan. DiBiase mm -hmm. versus Hogan. All these matches happened in the You WWE. know, it's funny you say Hogan, but you did not talk about Junkyard Dog. He could have, he needed to come back. To UWF, or maybe, but, or but I'm talking it? about massive dudes. I'm talking okay. about like the top of the card, not the DiBiase's massive, but Doctor Death. I'll never forget as long as I live. It was mm -hmm. in After's magazine. He not only Warrior Press, One Man Gang, and Big Bubba. He did mm -hmm. a rep. He did a rep with the One Man Gang and slammed him on the second one to say, "Take that, Andre the Giant, getting slammed by Hogan." I just military press One Man Gang two reps. So mm -hmm. it would have been monster. JYD would have fit in with the Terry Taylors and the Eddie Gilberts and the Chris Adams and the Savannah Jacks for the TV title, for sure. Um, feuded with Iceman Parsons, who, again, I have to say it every time, very, very underrated. Or what do you call Untapped potential is Iceman Parsons. That guy, mm -hmm. I can't. I don't think I ever saw him wrestle in WWE. If he did, he probably did a squash or something. Not a squash, but... Uh, probably wasn't or... on TV, so... Right. You're looking at the main event stature. So I guess, I guess I'll go with my main event stature because I think the company that would take advantage... You say AWA. I actually disagree. I think Jim Crockett and the NWA would have went a little bit higher. I think they would have been... They would have actually inherited the New York territory. And wait, 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 wait. Let me say it first. Again. I think is already well built, and I guess I'm going with my Booker thing because with the prestige of the NWA champion, Ric Flair, again, like you said, Starcade's coming up. What do you do first? You merge the titles. Hogan would have a title that you know is let's say vacated. You know, it's not in business anymore. Well, he's the you last. He's the last champion. So you bring that title in, Starcade '85 or Starcade '86 instead of. Uh, Nikita Koloff against Flair. Fuck that shit. You build a year story program with Hogan saying, I'm the real world. You could do the real world's champion angle with Hogan and Flair. Star K86, boom. And then if you want to give Flair the whole glory, fine. So be it. But I'm just saying, you build that for that. Or, again, the tag team champions. You had Volkov for Sheik or the American Express. Rock, holy shit. Rock and Roll Express, American Express. The Ballet Expresses. Come on, TW. You wouldn't yeah. even love that shit. There's only one problem. What's the problem? There's two problems. One, you say it all the time. The NWA was fine and dandy being south of the Mason-Dixon line. No, so, I understand. Uh, but I think, but remember who's in the NWA? The American Dream. Dusty Rhodes. And true, he has true. those aspirations to, you know, to venture. Right. And but he the would other, convince. But the other problem is the Crockett's didn't. 
They did not want to. Look what happened. Like, Baltimore was as far north as they'd go, and then that was teetering. They tried Chicago a couple times. They would do Long Island, didn't, didn't draw shit. So they, they were tempted. Well, again, the problem, but again, the scenario, I understand that. That's But that's the reality because there was competition that was playing Madison Square Garden. Right. And, and if you way, put Hogan on your card at the M- MSG to fight Flair, you're going to draw. But when right. they when when Flair beats Hogan, you're not drawing the second show because they're going to be mad as hell if Flair won, unless but they again, take to him. But again, we're saying that because of the advantage of the Southern wrestling story, the you know a year long drag drag it out, Dusty finishes. You could do a massive Square Garden fuck finish and then save Starcade for Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah, I get, I'm just saying you have the best of both worlds because again, the Eastern uh, fan base can be all pro Hogan. And then you hear them cheering and booing Flair, but then you take it to the Southern you know, tier and then Bret people Hart. are cheering Flair and booing Hogan out the building. Bret Hart, so, Canada, U.S., man. It's the greatest thing ever. There, there you go. That's why I'm just saying, TW, because I think NWA would actually have taken the advantage because you didn't say anything about... You, I understand where you're going with the trades and maybe w- what wrestling would fit. I think NWA would just... Because Dusty's there... Dusty was like, I think we could do a super show, baby. We could do that super <laughs> show. Tag team unification. Well, Intercontinental title, U.S. title. God damn, before Magnum TA, before Magnum TA with the, the motorcycle accident, he would have went after Valentine, who, again, I don't know, or Tito Santana. I'm just saying. Again, we don't know where it would go. I'm just, I'm thinking in my head of the unification. Like you, you said with the super. But then you're you're banking on them acknowledging the WWF existed, and I don't. Think I think Dusty would. would. I honestly think Dusty would do it. But again, to take advantage of how strong the NWA is, I would figure, of course, Flair would have to beat Hogan. Maybe the only thing you would trade off and say is, you know, shocking the world like Tito beats Magnum TA for the Please, U.S. title. Small package. Yeah, Tito something Sam like that, yeah, or something yeah. like that, or maybe even Volkov and Sheik beating. If they were the tag team championship, you beat the Rock and Roll Express, and then the Rock and Roll Express wins the rematch. You sh- you you do those kind of fuck finishes, but then Dusty be like, I I got the bigger picture, baby. I got the bigger picture. That's what it is. You know, Clash Clash of Champions is not there yet. You never know. AWA could Vern Gagne. I'd say this, TW, because I think, like you said, Vern Gagne would be vindictive. Hogan would get shortchanged. Hogan would get he'd be. He'd be like squashed by rock and roll Buck Zumoff. He'd be squashed by Jake the Milkman Milliman. That that's how bad he would he would be punished. So what's the what would be that's why I say he's taking Steamboat and Piper. Can you imagine Steamboat versus Bachenwell? Bachenwinkle. That would have been like Rick Martel versus Stan Hansen. That's right up their alley. That would have been Steamboat. Steamboat versus Bachenwell. Okay, well go ahead. Would have happened before Steamboat Flair. TW, I guess book Super Clash. I already booked Starcase, so you book <laughs> Super Clash in your vision. What, what would be that what if? What, what I, would be I those think, main events? I think everything we saw happen would have happened in reverse. Instead of Mr. Perfect and Slaughter and all these guys going to New York, Hogan, not Hogan because he's burned a bridge, right? Mm-hmm. But the Sheik, hey, we already did business. I gave you money for the, the break the leg, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't take that's, it. No, he turned he, that would have yeah. been That's Sheik burning the bridge, too. too. Yeah. So no Sheik and Volkov. It would be American Express versus Big Scott Hall and Kurt Hennig for the tag belts or Playboy Buddy Rose. And and I think Vern would have put over WWE guys because because you got two ways to look at it. Okay. You have your ego 
where you, if your guys lose, you're like, oh, I just admitted they were better than me. Well, no, they weren't, motherfucker, because they went out of business and you're still in business. But putting your belt on Steamboat, putting your belts on the American Express legitimizes your championships because these guys have won them somewhere else. If you mm -hmm. want to look at it big picture, right? And I, I just, I just think Vern had the aspirations, and I can't remember who it was. They either said. Vern had the aspirations, and Fritz had the television quality, like the, the production. But I always remember Greg, production Greg had the aspiration. Vern was stubborn. I'll give you. I'm just answering your question. Yeah, well, Fritz. Sure, Greg, yeah, Fritz was. What's uh, the common very, denominator here? Fritz the was son, tradition. The, the son of the dinosaur wants yeah. to expand. That's the both. sons had divisions. Right. Carrie, Kevin, uh, David, they had divisions of Vince McMahon. Greg had the visions of Vince McMahon. The problem was their fathers were very stuck on the traditions. Like they the were Crockett's. stuck. They were stuck on the handshake deals. But again, you got Dusty Rose, baby. You got Dusty Rose. Yeah. That's why I just said that it would NWA with them. But go ahead, finish off your super clash. Well, I just I don't I don't remember what their secondary belt was, but like Tito versus it was the secondary belt technically at that time when if WWE failed would have been the America's championship. The US, that Slaughter had that. That Slaughter had that. So Slaughter versus Valentine for the unification right there. And mm -hmm. and uh, it's, like I said, the tag, it wouldn't be chic. It would be. The problem would be the heavyweight unification because Martell and Hansen against Hogan. Well, Hogan wouldn't be there. So who would be the number one content? Well, I guess Piper. Picture Martell Piper. versus Steamboat. It would have been a classic. Okay. Well, you know what? Here's another scenario here, TW, because again, you actually brought up a name that I want to address right now because with WWE failing, put it this way, like the, the, the larger than life personas would not have reached that Phoenix, if you will. Piper's character would not have reached its Phoenix without WWF. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's aura, presence, charisma. Well, I don't know if he had charisma, but you know where I'm going with this. The, the drag, yeah, that would not have reached without Vince McMahon doing that. So what say you, TW, about the characters that were created, not created, but you know where I'm going, that was in Bell that developed, was developed yeah. in WWF. Yeah. They, were ne they, they never would have had their chance. Steamboat against Martell would have been Martell fighting himself because Steamboat didn't have that character just yet. But the, he came the out match with would be and all that. No, no, no. He was the dragon. No, no, no. See, he was not technically. He was doing this. But that he did not have the 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 ghee. He did not have the look. He was very vanilla. Sometimes he had no knee pads. Too? He didn't become the dragon. No, he didn't become the dragon until '86. They they, they had that the long two. WrestleMania two. Yeah, WrestleMania two. But they didn't. They had that long six week promo where he was fighting in the you know he was fighting in the in the temples to earn his ninja them. So again. You yeah. saying Steamboat against Martell for the title? Technically, would but he's be a still a good match. worker. Still a good worker. But it wouldn't draw. That's right. the problem. Because Martell would be that same. His his character sucked in the AWA because it was so what vanilla. He comes to the WWF, and we, you and I, agreed. If he was the model Rick Martell in AWA as a heavyweight champion, he, we wouldn't need Nick Bockwinkle being right. fifty years old as the, as a heel champion. Right. We wouldn't, you know, you didn't have Mr. Perfect yet. It took a couple of years before cool Kurt Henning became Mr. Perfect. So you get where I'm going. Your unification with Martell and Steamboat, technically sound. I'm not disputing that. 
five star classic. Meltzer would cream in his pants in Canada if that match would happen. I don't think Hogan Martel sells either, though. So it would have to be Tito. You'd have Strike Force fighting each other before they ever became a team. Because Tito was the worker in 85. That Mm -hmm. dude was House of Fire, got a big dude, did the flying burrito, the figure four. Terry Taylor did the same shit. The only match that would be almost like a, like a, like a squash would be the Road Warriors against the tag team champions on the WWF side. Because it wouldn't then matter. Maybe he they, does they, bring in the Sheik and Bolkoff because he's not going to do that to the American Express. Right. But uh, that because you were not going to you, you was not going to derail the momentum of the Road Warriors if that scenario happened. So, again, this is a great scenario because, again, the characters that were developed in the WWF that became larger than life. That but we we both there. agree. None of them were going to fucking Texas or, or mid. Why not? Why not? Is this it, again? I mean, are there any, Texas, Texas was making they money. Until they became the UWF, until they became the UWF when they had bigger, you know, mm-hmm. aspirations. No, we're talking about world class. I'm not talking about UWF. No, no, I'm about. saying UWF. Forget that. I'm saying Mid South. Okay. Mid South and world class, even though they called it world class, mm-hmm. are, even as a kid. It felt regional to me without knowing any better. Even though I'm reading about it in a magazine, Mid South sounds like they wrestle every Friday night at the 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 place on the corner in Greensboro or Memphis, whatever the hell. And then Texas, it was always in the same building. They were always at the damn Sportatorium or no, the they were they were, in, they were in three places: the Sportatorium, yeah. the Cotton Bowl, and the or, the, or where the the Dallas Mavericks played the uh, the Reunion Arena at that time. But so. they did the Alamo Dome. The, the, but they only wrestled in the corner no, of it. Well, it wasn't created just yet, so just. whatever the fuck. <laughs> they wrestled some big ass venue where they only wrestled. That's in what the I said. Corner. The Cotton Bowl. That that was their. Oh, that, that was, was the place. Cotton Bowl or Texas Stadium. So it was either the Cotton Bowl or, te- or four places. Cotton Bowl or Texas Stadium. That's where they did. So it's funny but it that felt regional. So AWA and NWA feels national because yes. of the the mystique and the prestige. Because World you have, in, as a kid in magazines, you have pictures of Ric Flair fighting in Japan. You have pictures of Nick Bakowinko or Vern Gagne fighting in Japan or Mexico or fucking Canada. You know, mm-hmm. They went somewhere other than the Sportatorium, is my point, or the Mid-South I, Coliseum. I, I'm not disputing that. I, I, I understand totally 100%. But again, there would be lower tiers that have to go to World Class. There would oh, be lower tiers yeah. that have to go to Mid-South. That, you know, For they sure. have to make... And you there know, might what? even be guys that were on Super Clash or Starcade that ended up going to World Class or Mid South after that show because they weren't going to keep them. They just brought them in for the big show, and then that was that. Yeah, look at it this way because, again, think about someone like King Kong Bundy. He left Texas to go to the Northeast because he was in World Class. So he can't go back to With Texas. Hair. He had he well he becoming well actually you know the funny thing let's talk about that King Kong Bundy lost his hair in Texas. Or mid south, I forget which one. He goes to the northeast. I think his character balloons. He, he gets cred. He gets streaker. King Kong Bundy is technically reflectionist, and I'm not trying to be biased here. He's your, he's a, like a free agent pickup. Like I don't want to use that word game changer because again, it it, it defeats the purpose. T-Dub. But you good know hand. what I mean. Good hand. He'd be a good hand, but he'd be like a big big fucking deal because he's he'd be a big get. So where would King Kong Bundy take advantage of being that? Free agent game changer. I think it would be either it would have to be AWA because you got King Kong Brody, you got Jerry Blackwell. So and he was there. Sam Hansen. He was there. He actually teamed with Jerry Blackwell to fight the Road Wars. So King wow. Kong Bunny's been everywhere. And then he was part of the Road Wars. He was the Legion of Doom with Jake the Snake. 
Yeah, that too. So, you know, again, you know who King Kong Bundy is? He's somebody that a current world wrestling entertainment superstar should take fucking heed and say, hey, I was a little bit more over as a bald guy. It's time to break out the Clippers. And until he does that, huh? Bronson Reed? He was bald? No, you're asking me who, who would do it. No. I'm oh. telling you about that. We have a guy who was bald, and then he come back with his damn pretty boy hair, and it just doesn't work. Oh, kill, kill a cross. Carrying cross, yeah, killer, whatever the hell he is. What's he, what's he called in WWE? Carrying or kill? Carrying cross, yeah. Carrying cross. Uh, all right. So again, your your scenario would be more Super Clash esque. My scenario. I think he had. I think he had bigger aspirations than Crockett. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Your theory would be more AWA Super Clash. My theory would be Dusty would take advantage, and Starcade would be more bigger because of the unification. I think the unifications actually work better, in my humble opinion. What do you say, TN Coupon? I know TN Coupon is going to be on my side of this. Maybe my he might pick TW, if, but if they, I agree with you. If you can get Flair versus Hogan, and you can do it title for title. I just don't think they they would acknowledge the New York territory. They just wouldn't. They hated them. We never know. This is why it's called what But here's what I really think would happen. What would that be? I think Vince McMahon would have crawled under a rock for about three months, found some investors, probably even a Donald Trump, and got some other billionaires. Say, look, man, I know where I messed up. I brought in too much emphasis on the Cindy Lauper stuff. I needed to build the wrestlers more. And then the, the, the entertainers should have been accent pieces, not part of the show. Mr. T really sank us because he couldn't work. So... We'll have cornermen, or we'll have this. But if you guys fund this, WrestleMania two is going to be the big deal because WrestleMania three was the real gamble. They would have mm-hmm. went out of business if three failed, just because how much money they put into it. It cost way more than WrestleMania one, but he had more money to wager. But I right. think Vince comes back. I don't think he stays down. Okay, so now let's since we did the wrestlers and kind of fantasy books, let's talk about Vince McMahon. Which avenue would he go with? So let's look at it from one scenario, TW. You already put the scenario out there. He would take a three-month hiatus. So I guess that would be March, April, May, June. So you think he would take a hiatus. Would he rebrand the WWF? Would he change the name to to take the stigma out or just call it a different organ? Maybe the CWF. You know what I'm saying? Or the AWF or something like that. Would he try to kill... Because he has to get away from. Let's just say, think, I know what he would do. I know what he, he does. He wants to get away from his father's promotion. He does. No, he wants to create. That's his what own he tried race. to do and failed. Okay. What he does is he puts the other E back or the other W back on there and says it's the return of your dad's favorite wrestling, the Uh-oh, Worldwide okay. Wrestling Federation. He puts the W back in the in the WWWF, but then you know, calling saying that with Howard Finkel, this is for the WWWF. You know, it's it's kind of like a tongue twister. I don't like that personally for me. Or you just say the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, and you bring in Bruno, and you bring in Buddy uh, Rogers, you bring in all the dudes that were big deals for the original WWWF, and you and start. Pedro. And, and you bring it to New York and you do it like you're I, uh, almost an apology to the New York fans. Like, I'm going back to basics. Let me, let me ask you this. I understand where you're going with this. The motivation then would be the stigma that Vern had with the AWA. And I, the reason I'm saying that is because he hung on to Dick the Bruiser too long. He hung on to Baron Von Raschke too long. He hung on to Nick Bockwinkle too long. 
wouldn't that be dropped? He he actually hung on to Bruno San Martin with your scenario. He hung on to Bruno because again, he's quick money. He's a quick draw. And he wrestled until eighty seven. I don't mean book him. I don't mean book him. I mean those but are you, the guys. How are you going to use? How are you going to use? You're going to use them and place the celebrities. You're going to have the, oh, the, the okay, legends okay. as the so guys. So be like corner men, managers, broadcasters. Special timekeeper, all that kind of stuff, like to celebrate in the past. It would almost come off, like if you did it right, it would okay. almost come off like that last episode of NXT, that last takeover, where mm-hmm. the four old school guys, Gargano, Ciampa, and all them, fought the four young guys in war games mm-hmm. to pass the torch. You okay. have maybe Bruno wrestles, maybe Pedro wrestles, but you build the other guys around them. Kind of like Sting versus Triple H, how you had the NWO and DX there, but the right. match was Sting versus Triple H. You have Bruno versus Buddy one more time. Or Zimbisco. You bring him in there, Buddy. Uh, buddy. Bruno versus Zimbisco one more time in 86. Or 80, Summer of, and SummerSlam's born early. SummerSlam is 85. All right. That, that, it's a very funny way that you're saying it would be more nostalgic oriented and try to keep that tradition of the New York legacy and the East and, Coast legacy. And you legacy. get those guys' eyes on new wrestlers. Okay. They're there to celebrate Bruno, Pedro, Buddy Landa, or Buddy Rogers. And, and, and also like, whoa, look at this dude. Look at this Hulk Hogan guy. Look at this. You know, which I already knew Hogan. That's not a good example. But, you know. Not, but, but someone could give the uh, the rub to Hogan and say, this is my man that's going to run New York. Bruno did that for him at some point. They were doing tag matches together over at Madison Square Garden, Hogan and Bruno. Oh, against Bruno was, Macho Man and some. Bruno was a hoe, you know that. Bruno was ho- was whoring off for every good guy, but it Macho was Man is my new guy. You just like the Macho Man. And by the way, that's that was not that bad. Bruno almost sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He just sounded uh, a little bit more educated. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Let's go into a different scenario. I like I like the nostalgic that you did. You you bringing back the it's old a, guys. It's, it's an olive branch. No, saying, no. Hey, I fucked up with all these celebrities, but look what I brought back. But now let's go back. Let's to close it out. Reflectionize because there's only one other scenario for Vince McMahon with the closing of WWF. <laughs> Give a scenario, TW, because let's look at it from the the standpoint of like Eric Bischoff. Right. You know, Vince McMahon. What's best for business? Let me use him as talent. Or Paul Heyman. What's best for business when ECW went out of business? Vince McMahon said, "Fuck it." Come to WWF, be a commentator. He eventually wrote for, you know, WWE. He was the SmackDown general manager and all that. You know, he, he rebranded ECW and all that. Vince McMahon, act, you know, for being a dick for a lot of the IWC, YWC, TW, he did, like, bring that, like you said, olive branch. You want to come work for me? He don't hold grudges, man. He don't. He, he, He'll participate. He, hold, he don't forget, but he knows that. If but you he's can, not the one keeping you away. And the proof in the pudding is Warrior. The proof in the pudding is Macho Man, uh, Bret Hart. You know, all these guys. This, as soon as someone extends their hand out, Vince takes it every single time. You so know. The que- so the question to you I know where is, he's going. I know where he's going. There you go. Where, would, know his where would his talents be, would be like, useful? A.W.A. Why would that be? Because your enemy and my enemy makes us friends. Crockett's the bad guy here. You broke away from him. I broke away from him. Let's do something together and let's put Crockett down. That would be the pitch. That's let's keep good, him out of the north. That's a, that's a decent pitch. And then I'll I'll say this in my in my humble opinion, TW, Vern can concentrate on the on the sport of wrestling. 
Vince McMahon can concentrate on the entertainment value and of it's wrestling. Funny because you know who did that for Vern for a little bit before leaving? It was who? Bischoff. Mm, to a degree, a little bit. but He was know. an executive, and then they threw him on TV, and then his just stock rose, and then he ended up going to WCW. But, and then it happened there, too, where his stock rose. But right, so. he was the one trying to, like, commercials on TV and stuff like that. Bischoff was doing that stuff for AWA. So so maybe Mr. T would go to AWA in Minneapolis, or maybe uh, Cindy Lauper would go the to The only way Hogan's coming back is he's coming back with Vince. Hey, again, this is a what-if, TW. Yeah. I actually agree with you that Vince McMahon probably would go to the AWA. Maybe he would have a fit. Not, he would have reservations with the NWA. Maybe that NWA legacy, he doesn't want to be latched onto it. He figures the AWA. You are but that's right. the I, real heat. Like he he burned AWA, but he would he'd be the one going. Look, man, wasn't personal. Yours was the easiest one to pluck from. The fuckers down in Atlanta are loyal, right? Even though he got a loyal, the southern. You're right. The southern was the hard thing to like pick pick and pick apart. He had to do. The, it took years on that. AWA was easier, so that's right. why. It, so let me ask you this. Again, we get. I get your reality in your world. AWA makes all the sense. Bill Watts wouldn't make no sense because Bill Watts didn't like Vince McMahon to be in It's too close to the South, and he would give him no I actually want to say this, T.W., because I know who would – I know where he would go, and I know three people that would fight for him, and Fritz would have no – he would go to world class because you but know why? No, wait, 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 wait. You got three uh, – what's the good word? Sons. You got, you got three studs. Yeah. In the Von Erics. Blue chip. Blue, Blue chippers. chippers. And they could they, they could be the the, the pillars. You know what? I, I hate that I'm word. I'm on board. I'm on board. The reason I say this is because you have said it yourself. Fritz already had the production. Fritz was already doing shit that Vince had to steal. Right. So Vince goes to world class, helps get the Von Erics over with the entertainment value. He bring again, you can bring that entertainment value, you can bring no, that stigma. No, and he you can bring some the talent over. They're already over there. Right. So Vince would say to Fritz, hey, man, see what you did here in Texas? Watch what I do with these boys in New York, Chicago, Boston, and Philadelphia. Or, like you say, let me let me market to New York. You couldn't get there. I can do it. Right. Let me market in New York. Let me, let me and expand. Right. He's let got me a better you. chance of being partners with Fritz than just being an employee with AWA. Right. So, and, and. The stigma and the friction with NWA starts in 85 to a degree. Behind the scenes, it didn't become official until 86. So that's why, in my mind, I would put Vince in world class. Yeah. Get And, and you got the name World. You're and at, that, at, at the time in 85, you got Kerry and you got Kevin. David is already dead. So, you know, Godspeed to David. And Mike hasn't been sick yet. So Vince has and three Chris studs. Hasn't been born. Yeah. <laughs> no, Chris is born. He's like I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you fight. You are. You are. You are brutal. You are. But I, I like having... it. I like it because I don't know if you just heard what I just said. It already has world in the name. It's world class championship wrestling. Mm -hmm. Can't call it up. What Vince would have shortened it and called it world class wrestling, and we would have WCW up there instead of Ooh. NWA. Wow. Vince would like get that fucking second C out of there. So, so, so in closing, TW, did I change your mind? That was it a better? No, spot? I like it because I think that's how Vince becomes still owner. 
I think it's a partnership, not an employee. He goes to AWA, he's Eric Bischoff on Raw. He goes to Texas, he's mm -hmm. a business partner. You promote down here, keep doing what you're doing, and you just give me the guys and the dates, and I'll do it up in the Northeast, and okay. then we'll spread it out as it grows. I like uh, it. I like I, it. Thanks. And I, I think he gets rid of the word class. I think it's world championship wrestling. I think he gets rid of class, and we have a WCW before the NWA has a chance to do it. Other than maybe not doing it because of their TV show. No, I, I think it would be world class wrestling. I honestly, I don't think I think he wants to get away from that world cha world championship wrestling. So world class wrestling. I think again it would work better. I think again because of the Von Erichs being the 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 studs, the blue chippers, the pillars, and Tiger Beat. The the women want them. Again, you got hey and then you can Gary Von Eric looks like John Bon Jovi. A lot of people and you can bring the influxes of, of the, the the international flavor like Tito Santana. You can bring Steamboat there to bring those those technical technically sound matches. You could bring back the monsters that the Von Erics need, like Stud and Bundy. You the, the Angel Death becomes a big deal. Terry again, Gordy. The possibilities are endless, and they don't need to to like latch on to the NWA. They don't need to latch on to the AWA. They could do their own thing and maybe strike up a deal with Bill Watts, even though Bill Watts would probably be a little bit weary because Vince McMahon is, is around and involved with world class to a degree. But again, Reflection Nights, this is a what if. And, so, and How long do you think it takes before he gets down there? What do you mean? Like Vince fails. How long before he calls Fritz and says, hey, man, I got a proposal. Six months, a year? I say six months. I think. Okay. I think, so, like you said, because of of how Vince is, he's very. This he has is a the perfect vision. scenario. Okay. You want it to be six months to a year later because you want everyone from the WrestleMania card signed somewhere. You want them gone. Right. You just come on your own and you push Vince's product, mm -hmm. and then one by one you pluck people to add them to world class. You don't have no unification shit. You don't have no invasion because that would muck it up. I think that's what hurt WCW Invasion is it was too much at one time and none of the big names, right? It was, mm -hmm. it was, you know, what was that tag team? Gingerack and O'Hare. It was, you know, Billy Kidman. It was nobody gave a shit unless they mm -hmm. were WCW fans, right? You're really going into the future with those names. I'm, I'm no, I'm saying mm -hmm. the 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 WWF buying WCW failed in essence oh, okay. because yeah. it was too much at once. So mm -hmm. Vince going to world class alone and mm -hmm. pushing their product, A, gets the trust of Fritz, and B, it's just Vince. And then he brings in Hogan, and then he brings in Piper, and then he brings in Snuka and Tito and Steamboat. You know, you mm -hmm. add them well, almost like you did in WWE with the vignettes. You just don't mm -hmm. have them all coming there at once because someone's going to fall off the cliff. You're not, they're not all going to get over, and you're going to hurt WCW WCCW's product because some of their guys are going to get bumped to make room for 12 new guys. So you gotta, you gotta have Vince come in there, sell it as is, and then add to it three, four, mm -hmm. five months in. Right. Yeah. With that being said, this was actually, we answered, this was a, what if that has more sizzle has more, you know, we, we put a little more stake and sizzle into this because I think our scenarios actually would work it was hard for hulkamania because we, we there was a lot of variables but this was actually an easier variable and i'm very shocked at with this tw so i applaud you strong j tw strong j for thinking <laughs> about things and you know what let's close it out tw i know that 
Give the Vince McMahon why it would never fail because of the vision of Vince McMahon or the dedication of Vince. I wish we know why it would never fail. I wish I could because he had it all planned out long. It was this was no fucking shotgun wedding. This this dude planned this thing. I bet you this was all in his head before he even bought his dad out. Like this, Mm -hmm. this is why he bought his dad out because he he had he knew all the pieces were in play. Mm -hmm. He probably had connections one way or another way. Hogan was the connection to Hollywood. Um, remember, well, we don't we don't know it was that. Hogan's he, he, dad. It was right. Hogan, or it was Vince's dad. The reason Hogan left in the first place, mm-hmm. it was his dad that wanted Hogan to shave his head and dye it red and be Irish, like he wanted him to look like a leprechaun. And Hogan's like, bye, bitch, and he he's like, and he ended up doing thunder lips and all that. So he had heat with the dad, and then mm-hmm. Vince was like, no, no, come back, motherfucker. It's almost like today. Triple H mm. is like, come on back, Karrion Cross. Come on, come on back, Bronson Reed. Come on back. We got you too, Gargano. Let's go. And so, yeah, but it, but it ain't working. But there's a difference. What do you mean it ain't working? It ain't working. Those names some you just them, said it ain't working. It ain't some working. of the guys are working. Some of the it guys ain't are working. Hurt. It ain't working. I'm I sorry. think I can see the Bronson Reed photo on the wall behind you. So I know you like him. It ain't working. I'm just being some real. Of, some of them work. Today. Bray Wyatt ain't working. I'm just giving oh, you an example. He's hurt. It ain't working. He was it working. Work even, got hurt. Hurt. even if he is hurting, it ain't working. Mountain Dew didn't work, but neither here nor there. Well, so with well, that, guess team, who got over over that? Guess who's LA the Knight. guy that's coming up grassroots style? L A Knight. That guy mm-hmm. got over because of that. He fucking made that look less worth worthless. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that being said, we close on this what if. <laughs> so, TW, give out those socials so we can get out of here and enjoy our WrestleMania weekend. Are we back on the... Uh, of course we are. Yes, we are. Yes, the, we are. Have the bills been paid? <laughs> yes, the bills have been paid. Are we still on the, the PWC network? Of course we are. Ah, Jimmy right. T, so shout out to Jimmy PWC T network Edmonds. is podbean.com, Hami Media Group of podbean.com, also Hami Media Group on channelattitude.com. Uh, PW Reflection uh, is our... Inst- or what do you call it? Uh, Twitter. I don't, does anyone even use that? Why don't we go to Instagram and just have pictures? I leave that to Ray. I ain't doing yeah, Ray shit does promote it on Instagram, but I think yeah. Twitter's a dying animal. Not because of Elon. It's because it's just it's full of hate. It's just hate there. No, it's, um, it's a combination of Elon and no no workers, no IT people. Right. So then uh Big Ray, you can't you can't do any of this without Big Ray. Glad he filled in last week. I wish I could have joined him because then it wouldn't have been a fill in. It would have been him joining oh, us. Big Ray Big Ray has said unequivocally there is no grinder app. He doesn't use grinders. So <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and TikTok is at Big Ray Hernandez. And then you got me at Tommy1019 is Instagram and my uh, political Twitter. Snapchat's number wonder, Facebook.com backslash Tommy Wonder, and at the Tommy Wonder is TikTok and um, the the polite which is not being polite anymore, Twitter. Then you got Big Vito and Noel. You can find him at bigvitobrand.wixsite.com. And I never tell people how to spell it in case they don't know. It's W-I-X-S-I-T-E. So wixsite.com. Patreon.com backslash the Big Vito brand. And then you can watch the early release of the Reflection video at twitch.tv backslash the Big Vito brand. And you can find me on my Twitter, even though the Elon Musk has ruined it, at PWSOPROF, that's PWSOPROF. 
And if this gets uploaded by A-Track Brown, this will be on the PWSO YouTube Networks. Follow my brothers in arms, Billy Ray Valentine at OB when you know me. And of course, the king of the reactions, A-Track Brown at the number eight, T-R-A-C Brown. What are we going to do next week, Reflect Sites? I don't know yet. We could do another, we could do episodic. We could do a spotlight. We could do rivalries. We ain't doing another what if because again, the, you know, this what if was very important because it was WrestleMania weekend. So we'll leave that for another day. We might go back to the movies, but I'll keep you on your toes, Reflection. You know what? You toes. what? I don't know if we can figure out anything to do on the guy, but I'd be remiss to not talk about the guy that I asked you if you were imitating earlier. PCO. That dude is 55 years old. And did you watch the spot, the sacrifice, when he went to dive out of the ring onto his opponent? The dude is crazy. Yes, and I know. He, he dove out to the floor instead. Yes. And I asked that's my a, buddy. That's a, that's a Friday. That's a Friday for PCO. I said to my buddy, I go, did he just fucking miss? He goes, Tom, he had a brain fart and he went to the wrong rope. Then he gets in and does it right in front of us there. And did you mm-hmm. see the bump he took off the top rope? The, the, the. I am amazed. I'm. I am amazed at the tolerance of pain that PCO. Scott told me he's legit insane. He he did yeah. tell me that because he reminded me of a guy Denny Cass. God rest his soul. When I told Scott that, he goes, "Wow, that's an interesting comparison." He goes, "It's a good one, but he's insane." But that's a Quebecer, right? He wasn't one of the Mounties. He was a Quebecer. No, he was a Quebecer. Yeah, and then Jean Pierre Lafitte. I just found out PCO is just his initials. Mm-hmm. Pierre something Ulet. I did not Pierre- know. That. Quillette or something, or I don't know. Yeah. Without that, with that being said, again, ask him next time he's in your DMs. Just ask him. You, he's in your DMs. You went there. Yeah, I didn't well, meet him. Didn't ask meet. him when you go back to uh, Windsor, Ontario, for the next show. But with that, we're gonna being go to Slammiversary. You should fly in for Slammiversary. Well, maybe. Who knows? I, again, you never know. You never know you with never the professor. Know. With that you being never said, never know. You never know. With that being said, I'm the professor. That's Mr. Wonderful, Doctor Freakenstein. Dum Dum doing it its own. Tommy want to say good night, and we'll see you next time here at the PWR podcast. <laughs> see, someone slid in your DMs, and it was the executive producer. See, he did. Subway that's maker. a grinder profile pic. <laughs> <laughs> that he said didn't exist. <laughs> oh God! With that being said, I'm the professor. That's Mr. Wonderful Tommy. Want to say good night, and we'll see you next week here on the PWR podcast at Hami Media Group at Podbeam.com. Go, Cody. All right.